0: In today's episode, we'll be discussing Ghostbusters Afterlife, directed by Jason Reitman. Starring Carrie Kuhn as Callie Spangler, Finn Wolfhart as Trevor Spangler, McKenna Grace as Phoebe Spangler, Paul Rudd as Gary Gruberson, Logan Kim as Podcast, Celeste O'Connor as Lucky Domingo, Bill Murray as Dr. Peter Vankman, Dan Aykroyd as Dr. Raymond Stans, Ernie Hudson as Winston Zeddemore, Annie Potts as Janine Melnitz, Sigourney Weaver as Donna Barrett, Bokeem Woodbine as Sheriff Domingo, J.K. Simmons as Ivo Shandor, and Olivia Wilde as Gozer the Gozerian. The film was released on November 19, 2021, on a budget of $75 million.
1: Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm Kendrick, and this is Movies in Black and White. Alright, Kendrick, we're back today with a long awaited <laughs> way too long. Insanely uh hyped up Ghostbusters Afterlife. Well, this movie was
0: supposed to come out in what, December of twenty nineteen yeah. originally?
1: Yes indeed.
0: It's a long mm-hmm. wait. It was Absolutely long wait. worth the wait. A long
1: wait. <laughs> it's a sequel we wanted. You know, we've seen huh, twenty sixteen was just I mean, I, I you know, a good try. Good try. For, it was an attempt. Yes. I'll give it that. A good try and, you know, trying to switch it around, make it all female, pretty much all female cast and all that. Right. Uh, it just fell flat. It just didn't work out. Well,
0: it was too big of a departure, if you ask right. me. Like, it mm-hmm. was just a tonal shift and, like, a lot of the jokes didn't stick for me. Like, it was mm-hmm. like they were trying too hard because mm-hmm. I think they were feeling pressure because, A, it's Ghostbusters. Right. And B, they're an all-female cast, which is exactly. I'm sure is a lot of pressure to begin with itself. Right. So that one just kind of stumbled and fell.
1: Yeah. Hard. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. yeah which was kind of sad because I was looking forward to you know Ghostbusters being back. Yeah, no
1: doubt. Well, guess what? Ghostbusters <laughs> are fucking back, back baby, baby. <laughs> the son of Ivan Reitman. Yep, Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman does an excellent job at capturing the whole spirit of. The former movie yep. and the the just the feel of what Ghost Ghostbusters is about, right? I mean, it is amazing how he did it.
0: Well, so like I'm a flat out rank it right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, it is just below, if not close to being on par with the original. Yeah. And then the set Ghostbusters too, which a lot of people didn't care for. I enjoyed I it. Loved it. Yeah, I, I did scary, too. Man. It's right below Afterlife. Vida? So like they're all right close together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This one, you could not have asked for a better sequel. No. Whatever. End to a trilogy, however you want to look at it, right? Right. Than this movie. Because it was, A, hey, like, I a lot of the critics are bitching that. It's like, oh, it's too full of nostalgia. Was, like, bitch, shut it's up. That's just
1: what it's supposed to do anyway. Right. I mean, how can you not? It's, it's Ghostbusters. If you go, you saw what happened mm-hmm. when you just went. Ear to the left, right. <laughs> you don't. You don't go there.
0: Yep. and you that, that in movie tried to fall like pulling the nostalgia because they pulled a lot of the original actors into that. Yeah, but it just fell it just flat. Didn't happen. Yeah, it man. didn't work because you you were missing the charm and the spirit uh-huh. of the original. Yeah, and this, it's the
1: cast from the original that made that movie so exactly. fantastic. Well, the cast and I think the direction as well. Absolutely. I mean, you know, because if you look at this, you have a kid who has invaluable experience. Right. I mean, call him a kid, but. You know, Jason was on the set of Ghostbusters.
0: So, actually, there's a funny story behind that. Did you hear about the deleted scene that he snuck back into this movie that he was in? No. So, there was a deleted scene from the original Ghostbusters that him and his dad ran together. And it was the scene where the Ecto-1 was coming down the street before they went up the tower, right? When they got the police escort and everything. Right. They were sitting on a, a stair leading up to a house or one of the buildings. Okay. They cut that so he wasn't in the film. He found a way to sneak it back into this movie. So oh, he wow. his place in the original Ghostbusters is back He's into there. place. Oh, and it was man, the uh awesome. it was the scene where Paul Rudd's character pulled it up on his laptop when he was there yeah. showing the footage. Yeah. That was that scene. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So wow, I thought that man. was pretty I was that's like, damn, awesome.
1: way to way to get your
0: spot back, you Sam. Hey man,
1: you cut I was on the cutting room floor. Nah, nah <laughs> not no this time.
0: I'm in charge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome, man.
0: No, this uh they did everything right in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna fly I, I believe so too. To, to handling how Harold Ramis, the lack of Harold Ramis, right because right. he died back in 2014. Yeah. To continuing the franchise, reinvigorating the franchise, and bringing young fresh blood back into it. Oh, we've talked about this, right? You know, child actors. Y- 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 me and child actors, yeah. like they, they're hit or miss with me. M- more so lately, they've been like kicking it up quite a few notches. Right. Fucking McKenna Grace. Oh, freaking! Carried. amazing. yeah, absolutely. Carry the a movie. movie,
1: yeah, hundred I mean, percent. You're <laughs> little kid carried the movie, man. Well,
0: so I didn't realize this, but I had already loved McKenna Grace because uh, there was she was in a movie with Chris Evans called Gifted. Okay, I didn't realize it was the same little girl. Oh wow! Because she looked different, right? Her yeah. hair was curly. She had glasses on. Right. Credits rolled and her name popped up. I was like, "Damn, I really freaking know that name." Mm-hmm. So I went to her filmography. I was like, "Holy shit, that's, that's her!" Hard, yeah, that. That little girl, shit, she's like fifteen now. She was twelve yeah. when this movie filmed. Okay, she, we're in store for some amazing flicks from her because wow. she's gonna be freaking awesome. Like as she gets older, yeah, and she does. I hope she continues acting because she's phenomenal at it. Like, right, there's very few child actors I would say that for.
1: She's definitely one of them. Yeah, said, what's his name? Wolf. Um, Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Yep. Yeah, um, plays in Stranger Stranger Things obviously we've seen him act and he's right been very good mm-hmm. over the years he you know i think they the only gripe i would say is i think they underutilized him they did in the movie
0: and i think that was intentional though yeah because you know he's it's a stranger thing star power right yeah you can't let him bogart the whole film no when no, it's no. about this girl mostly right and her difficulties acclimating to normal life and how right. she is and how, I mean, here's the spoiler part. She's Harold Ramis' granddaughter in the movie. Yes. And how she comes to cope with the way she works and nobody else in her family did. And then she finds out like, oh, my grandfather was Egon Spangler. he was the same way, basically. This makes so much more sense now. Yeah. And that she found her place in the world. Like, while mm-hmm. the son was somewhat normal, really good mechanically wise. Right. But just love struck teenager. He played his part. He played his part well. Right. This movie would not have worked if they focused on him
1: compared no, to her. Oh no, no, no! I agree, I agree. I didn't, th- I don't think he should have been focused on, but I think you know, you could have sprinkled him in a little bit more.
0: Ooh, maybe know? a little bit more, yeah. but she was so funny and so yeah. good in every scene she was in. I, I was, I was more happy to have more scenes of her and the other kid podcast. podcast. Yeah, which dude. <laughs> funny story about that? You ready for this? Go ahead. So I went with uh, Paul and Rob to go see this movie. Okay. Right? And we're watching it, and that kid pops up, and he's got his microphone, everything. And I start chuckling, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm doing a podcast." And they're like, "She's like, oh, what's your name?" And he goes, "Podcast," and instantly they both I knew, you. right? I I I, I, <laughs> I knew it the second he dropped that name. My head just dropped. I go. And I look over, and Paul's already whispering in Rob's ear, and I hear him go, that's this what we're going to start calling name. Kendrick. And by the time that head whipped around to look at me, I already had my middle finger up right there, just like, yep. not today, fucker, <laughs> not today. He's been trying to get that to stick, right? And I keep telling him, like, man, like, yeah, haha, it's funny. Like, I do a podcast and everything, great. Come up with something a little more original, because you really right. don't want none of this. Like, I will fuck your day up if you continue with this bland-ass nickname. <laughs> Come up with something better. Ah, uh, it's funny. I was, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not, that's not, no, we're not doing that one. That's not funny. Like, it was funny in the moment, but not doing this all the time. Yeah. They've oh, tried though. Funny. Yeah, they've, they've definitely tried. Yeah, it was funny. I was a. Uh, speaking of which, I was talking to uh, Super Soul Sister, right? Right. And uh we were going back and forth, and I was talking to her about King Richard. Mm-hmm. And she goes, uh she goes. Oh, what? So what do you think about? It? I've heard really mixed things. So I, I told her what I thought, and she goes, "Wait, hold on a second. She took a deep breath. I'm like, "What's going on with you? Are you okay?" And she goes, "I just realized I'm getting a sneak peek of your future episode, and it makes me so giddy." I'm like, what uh, "The fuck? <laughs> like, okay, cool. like, cool, like, yeah. Hey. Here's what I'm thinking, you know?" That's awesome, man. So it's kind of, I always tell people anytime I start giving them like movie reviews now, like, because they always come and ask me, like, "What'd you think? Mm-hmm. What'd you think?"
1: Like, it's like yeah. It was good, but uh you're gonna have to wait for the episode. Just, yeah. just go hold the hold just, out. Just wait for wait for the cast, buddy. <laughs> That's what we gotta do.
0: Yeah, I know this uh this movie, man, like so many feels, emotions, oh yeah, humor was on point. Like humor it played up point. her her like social awkwardness right. to a T. Yes. And it man. wasn't even like too much. Yeah. Like there was not a point where I was like, huh. That really wasn't She's funny,
1: overdoing it or anything like that, I mean, right? It right at the level that it was like, Well, that's actually I mean, really believable. And <laughs> the jokes are corny you know, as hell, oh, yeah, but they but, fit so yeah. well, exactly. Right? And her, her, you know, her learning how to tell jokes <laughs> was hilarious.
0: Some of those jokes got yeah. kind of dark there yeah. at certain points. I was like,
1: Damn, I mean, like you know, this is what we're
0: doing okay. with this, all right, fucking hey,
1: let's joke, yeah.
0: And the, I'll tell you what, the CGI in this movie top notch.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, and I really appreciated that they'd had some practical effects with the dogs. Right. You know? Yeah. The the, the Gozer, dogs, yeah. Gozerian's dogs. Yeah. Were, you know, so, yeah, yeah, here
0: we're going to more spoilers. Gozer's the main bad yeah, guy in this Gozer's one. Gozer's back again. And you got the, the gatekeeper and the key master right. coming to, you know, take a body and mm-hmm. do their thing. Get busy. And,
1: you know, turn into dogs. The have <laughs> Paul Rudd is one of them. Yeah, it was funny as that shit. Because,
0: like, all right, you you got Rick Moranis in the original as a keymaster. Mm-hmm. Who's who's gonna top Rick Moranis? Oh, that's right. Come on, Paul Rudd, let's go. Dude was absolutely at the top of his fucking game in this movie. You know he, he had so much fun too, yeah, definitely making this movie. Definitely, like right up his alley. Because yeah. he was, what is he? He's fifty now, right? Fifty something. Gotta, Gotta be. So that movie came out what? 40 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, because we're in 2021 when it came out. Yeah. 81, 83? Somewhere around there? Somewhere around there. The so yeah, yeah, close to 40 years ago. So he uh-huh. was a teenager at the time that movie came out. So Wow, man. Yeah, it fit, it fit perfectly for him. Uh-huh. That, that's got to be right. I'd have to look up the numbers on that, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that's close to accurate. Be
1: close. Yeah, that's a long
0: time ago. Can you believe the original Ghostbusters came out that long? I'm going to look it up now because I'm I curious. Can. I can. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah, yeah, I can. Ghostbusters. I know this movie came out this year, obviously. 1984. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, that's... Does that make you feel old?
1: Yeah, because I remember seeing it in a theater. June 1st,
0: 1984. All right, so it came out then. Let's see how old Paul Rudd was at the time. Paul Rudd was born on... April 6, 1969. He's 52 years old. Okay. So, you know, it came out in 84. He was born in 69. So he was like 15.
1: 15 years old.
0: <laughs> so yep. it fit perfectly. Like yeah, definitely. His like there was not a miscast role in this movie. No. Not no. even a little Mom bit.
1: Mom was good. Uh, you know, whoever they got to play Gozer was great. Dude. That's Olivia Wilde. Yeah.
0: That blew right. my freaking mind when she showed up. I was like holy shit. Yeah. What,
1: I had no idea she was in this movie. Yeah, no doubt.
0: You know what my favorite part was, though? What's that? J.K. Simmons.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> as the freaking architect <laughs> yes. guy.
0: And then he gets, like, ripped in half. Yeah. I was like wow, like, wow. I want to be appalled that you wasted J.K. Simmons. But, but that w- was awesome. the balls to waste J.K. Simmons. Like,
1: freaking awesome. bravo. Yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, he... Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, he was sitting there just... I think this guy's alive. <laughs> <gasps> yeah,
0: that podcast kid was—he was good, really freaking he was funny good, too. Man. The uh, when they when they finally get the ecto one working again, oh, yeah, and he's got the remote control car and uh-huh. everything. But my favorite part with him was when the uh, when the little Martin, marshmallow the, man. The Stay Puff Man—he's like zapping him, blowing yeah. him up, and he comes out of the car and he's just covered head to toe. That That's
1: awesome. was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Like why is this working? <laughs> Stay puff man, just eating everything. Those things were absolutely adorable. Yes, though. I liked it absolutely. I it was adorable. good, man. Like
0: I like yet again, the nostalgia mm-hmm. was so on point. Like it, it didn't feel like nostalgia nostalgia overload to me, right?
1: No, it was like we talked about before. It was nostalgic enough and new enough to get you really interested in right. the movie. It felt like the Force Awakens to me. Kind of, right? Like, that's what
0: that was one of the big gripes about The Force Awakens was there was so much nostalgia. Right. Obviously, you're getting a fucking franchise that's almost 40 years old at this point. Yep. You kind of have to do that. Like, that's the Mm -hmm. whole purpose of wanting to step back into this. If you don't adhere to the nostalgia, what's the purpose? Yeah. You know, like, getting the hints of Ecto-1, having the original themes, showing Mm -hmm. some of the original cast and how they've aged. And then, you know dealing with Harold Ramis's egon after Harold Ramis's death and everything and how they did it freaking gnarly like yeah. there there's no other options at that point in time what did you expect them to do
1: yeah exactly and
0: at that point like to me it's just griping just a fucking gripe yeah like oh going to be really, more original no, really no 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 that is original because yeah, you're
1: using exactly.
0: the nostalgia in a way to not just adhere to what has come before
1: but to advance on what you already have. And right? I'm sorry if the people can't admit to themselves that they like that feeling. Yeah. that e, e, there's You've lost your child. You've you exactly. lost your inner child. If you, you can't like get that, that giddiness that wanna, comes from that. I want to feel that. Right. I want to feel, hey, oh, man, hey, there's that to one. Damn. Right.
0: Uh, a, well, I'm sure in your advanced stage, it, it's it's much better, too.
1: Well, man, yeah. I mean, seriously, <laughs> you know, it, it, it is. It is much better. Right. Because, I mean, when you know, when you saw Ecto-1 in the first one, it was great. Yeah. Then you saw Ecto-1 and they upgraded it, did all kinds of things in the second one. Yep. That was like, oh, shit. You know, right. that's a bad mobile. And, uh, you know, you see it, it's like, yeah. Yeah, we're back, baby. It feels, it, it's working, but it, it you know, you can, you can identify with Ecto-1.
0: Nothing... <laughs> Nothing was more nostalgic though when she had the proton pack kicked on for the first time and yeah. you hear the powering up noise. Yeah, that I was just was like, awesome. "Oh, <laughs> yes, and here we go!" Deep,
1: that deep bass, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, fantastic, yeah, absolutely awesome. fantastic. Now, speaking of nostalgia, right, getting into heavy spoiler territory here. The original, well, the, the the original three that are still left alive. Dan Aykroyd makes an appearance in about the middle of the film. Yes, and then. They all three come back in, and when they're most needed,
1: as they you would expect,
0: up. right? You get yeah. Bankman, uh, Zetamore, yep, and what's Stans? St- yeah, and they come back in full glory, fully suited up. Yep, old as shit. Yeah, but they showed up to play. That's right. And the second you hear off-screen Bill Murray go, "Hey, Flat Top." I was like, oh, oh that's yes, like thank you, you Jesus. Oh
1: yeah, you remember us, don't you? I yeah. love.
0: I, I. It's like they didn't skip a day, right? Sorry. Like they've been buddies their whole lives. <laughs> we're back in the mode. Yep. Like pure, pure just bliss and nostalgia for them. Oh, definitely. And like they played everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, as you expect from Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson. Right now, Ernie Hudson. Holy shit! Has he aged well compared to the other two? Oh heck yeah! Oh. Just got a streak of gray. Yeah, I know. Black yeah. don't crack. We've yeah. been over this. this is, We're, yeah. Obviously, right? Keep, keep going over this
1: thing. You know, <laughs> just,
0: I agree. I absolutely agree. And that's what I said to Robin Paul. Is like, damn, Ernie Hudson didn't age a day. Yeah, like he really didn't.
1: Like he's got some gray in his hair, like a streak, like a skunk streak right. going on. Doesn't look he aged much. And now I'm on a moisturizing regimen. <laughs> this is this. I'm a, a facial, moisturizing, clean kind of cleansing ma- right. management system. Uh, thanks to my daughter and my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. So you're never going to age is what you're telling me. Try not to. You're going to look like your the 30s. The rest of me is going to look like shit. <laughs> the rest is all <laughs> saggy beneath you're the my clothes of the face. face is going to be like.
0: <laughs> choice.
1: <Bing>. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. He,
0: uh, when they showed back up, though, I was just like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. But they didn't solely
1: rely on those three to continue to carry the movie oh no doubt you know that that yeah. would have been very easy to do yeah but I they was really didn't. that's one of the things that i was gonna say i was impressed by that right because they turned it back to okay you know what this is this is about her kids show yeah. this is her show you know it was awesome the way they did it it's mm-hmm. like, hey.
0: and they but couldn't I have done it without her because like when they showed up they automatically crossed the streams Right, trying to tie Gozer up didn't work. Mm-hmm. She just pulled the streams apart, which was fucking gnarly to was see. Crazy. Yeah. And then just whipped them around. She's not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> they can't do that. They're, <laughs> so they're stalling, right? And fucking, this is this is Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray at prime. Like the just yes. the banter. That they threw out there, right? Was, Ghost of the Gosarian. <laughs> yeah. With the best line of the whole movie, though, was Are you a god? And Dan, Dan Erkwood just looks over and they're like, Come on, man. Come on, Ray. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we are gods. <laughs> it was like, Thank God. Like, just that little fucking line, yeah, right? Awesome. Like, because obviously in the original, it's like, when Ray. somebody
1: asks you if you're a god, god you say, say yes.
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. And he just looks back at him and they're like, Come on, man. I was like, Yes. Thank you so much for that. I was no, missing that in that. my life. Needed that, yeah. I just I love the fact that we can get movies like this, you know? Oh, hell yeah. To old, awesome franchises. And yeah. it's it, it fits. It, like It goes back to picking the right person to direct, obviously. Oh, Getting yeah. the right story. S- certainly. You got to have somebody that, A, knew the feelings of the original, uh-huh. can adhere to what came before and still progress it forward, that's why reboots of these kind of things are so hard. And that's why we're starting to see more of you know, a quasi-reboot sequel, right? right. They're reinventing the franchise while keeping what came before. Right. And because that's, the, that's the way forward Yeah, That now. is the way forward. I mean, that's what they did with Halloween. That's what they did. they're doing with Marvel. I mean, shit, now yeah. Marvel's starting to take everything that came before and implement uh-huh. it, which is yep. awesome. Yeah. That's what they do with so many franchises now. And it clearly works. I mean, all the, all you need to do is give this movie as an example now. I agree. Reboots should be a thing of the past. Just yes. adhere to what came before. Let it rest for a little bit and, and then try it again.
1: Yep. That's right. I think, um, you know, we touched on a little earlier with the CGI. Yeah. It, it's impressive to me that they made it look like the original CGI. Right. I mean, it wasn't, you know, we know it's a lot better technology and everything like that, but it looked like the original CGI. The originals held up really well. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Like there's very few movies from
0: that time frame, like the original Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park and Mm -hmm. Star Wars. Right. Those movies are even back to the future. They're going to stand the test of time. Right. Indiana Jones, like those classic movies. There's a reason they're classics. Right. They're going to withstand the test of time. Mm hmm. Taking that kind of, you know, uh, direction of, okay, this is what it looked like in the original. We're going to emulate it, but make it just a little more polished, but not too much because you don't want to take your eye off of it too much works perfectly. Right. Like they could have made the the uh, the keymaster and the gatekeeper absolutely one hundred percent pure CGI, right? But they they didn't. didn't. They <laughs> they they made the puppets. They moved the puppets along the set. I'm sure, yep. but only added CGI for like the big movements, and it exactly. worked. And the, the CGI is good enough now to where it's not going to break standard. Yeah. Right. No. You only do it in quick sequences. Mm-hmm. It's going to work perfectly. Yeah. And that's what they we're hitting that sweet spot—a mixture of practical and CGI. Like gone are the days for the most part, a pure CGI. Like, it, yeah, I th- think so. the, the hot commodity that was CGI, like the same thing that was with the 3d visuals for a long time there too. Yeah. It's the newest, hottest thing. Everybody's got to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, now we're in the sweet spot of, all right, we're going to do what's absolutely perfect for what we're trying to do. Right. What's the best way we can go about this?
1: Yeah. And that's so, what I mean, they did number one, you know, I think in, especially right now, uh, pandemic wise mm-hmm. to, I mean, save some money, too. Yeah. Because practical effects are a lot cheaper than the damn CGI effects in a lot of ways. Well, I'm sure they had a lot of time to polish this one, too. Yeah, I think so.
0: like I said, it was supposed to come out in, I think it was December of 2019. Mm -hmm. And we didn't get... No, it was June of 2019. Really? Wasn't it? Wow, man. Because that was when we were doing our retro reviews. Oh, And we were supposed to review Ghostbusters at the same time. Right. That afterlife was coming out pretty right. much, or not not long before. I'll look it up. So it's currently sitting at a sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is oh
1: significantly a little bit low. Significant. It's a that's a critic score, right? Yeah, yeah because obviously. it's like a ninety something audience. Ninety five percent audience yeah. score, which is yeah, that's all right I mean. on the money. To to me, that's all that matters. The audience like, score, yeah, yeah.
0: Which usually we're we're um, pretty spot on unless with the audience it's
1: something score. to where it's like. You know, a period piece it's really, you know, uh, some kind of you know, uh, has to deal with history oh, or whatever. I'm
0: wrong. It was supposed to come out on July 10th of 2020, 2020, okay. which is when we were doing yeah. our retro reviews. That yeah, was okay. the same month that because, uh, the original Ghostbusters came out close to that
1: time frame, I think, wasn't it? That I lo- said, I know I said close it said came out before, and that, yeah, and that, uh, that year, the year of nineteen eighty four. Yeah, it came out probably in July. I would say. Mm, yeah, I think you're right. Let me look. Yeah, yeah.
0: Came out in June eighth, so it was just a okay. month after. Yeah. So it was pretty close together that we were going to do those. Mm-hmm. But now yeah, that uh, having a delayed, I think worked to its benefit because they could pause the CGI. Now, getting into Harold Ramis' thing, right? Getting him back as a ghost at the end, right. like the beginning opens with him dying. Yeah. Which, <laughs> ballsy, right? Oh, yeah. Ballsy, ballsy. Certainly. But they kept his face just hidden enough. for, like, I'm pretty sure that's Spangler. hmm Almost 100% certain. Well, you but could see the hair. Yeah. You could yeah. see the hair and you could see the nose at times, yeah, right? exactly. And then at the, you, you know, you knew it was Spangler as time went on because he started showing pictures, doctorates, mm-hmm. everything. Like, he right. he was haunting his granddaughter, for lack of a better word, Yes. but he was showing her the way. He wasn't right. really haunting her. And then at the end, when she's using her proton pack and she's trying to hold the line, his hand comes out and holds it with her. And then you right. see Harold Ramis as a ghost. Exactly. You're like, holy shit, they went and full-on recreated him. Yeah. That was probably the best post-mortem CGI for a person oh, I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, because it didn't it didn't break down as he was turning to the guys nope. or anything. It did not break down at all. Mm-mm. It was it was awesome.
0: Now, they did that. They tried doing that with uh, Moff Tarkin. In mm-hmm. Rogue One, which yeah. he did a good job, but it looked yeah, but too it looked, shiny, right? Yeah, like
1: it was too CGI. Now,
0: having him with that ghost aura,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think really helped sell it. Right. And the fact he didn't talk.
1: Yeah, that was a thing. Perfect. Yep. That's it was really just
0: all through emotions mm-hmm. and everything, and it just, just- That little smile he always gave. Now, I'm pretty certain, I'm about to look it up just to make sure I'm right, but do you know who did the motion capture for, that, for Spangler in that? Um, you remember Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, of course you do. Uh, the guy that was the, um, uh, the, the warden. The warden of the guard? The warden.
1: The guy that was the warden?
0: Yep. Yep. The warden Samuel Norton in Shawshank Redemption, Bob Gunn. Oh, wow. Yep. He did...
1: Pretty cool.
0: The him and Ivan Reitman did the motion capture for bo- the body doubles for wow. for um, Spangler for Harold Ramis. Wow, wow. Which is they did it through archival clips and photos taken from the original two films and yeah. then is also used in the film Ramis's likeness. I mean, he looks a little different than he did towards the tail end of his life, obviously.
1: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. I think he got fairly heavy, heavy? there at the end of yeah. his life, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they. I just that was wild getting to see him like having, I'm sure it was very cathartic for Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Ernie Hudson to kind of have that final screen time with you know with Harold Ramis even though he wasn't there oh yeah and getting to see it on screen I'm I can almost certainly say that was probably very cathartic for them
1: well yeah oh definitely right definitely they yeah they said that uh, I watched an interview with them I think it was Jimmy Kimmel and they were talking about that yeah. About it being, you know, just so touching and the, it was so sweet, right. The way they did it, yeah. And they were very happy.
0: I did read an article yeah. where uh, Jason Reitman uh, was with uh, Harold Ramos's daughter, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Yeah, he was very involved. He they kept us in the loop with everything that they were doing, and wow. they were very respectful of it. And we're we're pretty certain that our dad would have loved it, you know, right. like, like that would have been right. I mean, Harold Ramis had a kind of a dark sense of humor." Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that he would have been pretty on board with this. I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, back when they were really trying to pitch Ghostbusters 3 really hard, they were looking at making one of the Ghostbusters die anyways and come back as a ghost in one. the original pitch for Ghostbusters 3. I think it was Bill Murray's character originally that they were oh, going wow. for. So, you know, having them do it this way with the, you know, the one cast member that's still not around. Yeah. Perfect.
1: Yeah, absolutely was. perfect it and was. then
0: the way it ended with you know him getting back to like with his daughter and having that reconciliation with mm-hmm. his daughter in the movie and then yeah like Transition giving his granddaughter yeah. like the praise and everything she was seeking right and then well the acceptance more than the praise there you go and then like having that reconciliation because he the three guys the uh, stans Bankman and zedemore were pissed at him because he yeah, just up and bailed
1: and they he took a bunch of stuff. It, took everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. 16 grams of, or what was he, 16 pounds of uh, whatever the element whatever they used? The element yeah. Was. They yeah. took all the proton but packs. Well, understand. not all the proton yeah. packs, but yeah. He took understood. the ecto and yeah, everything. Exactly.
0: They not understand why, but the whole time he was just like, Ed, that was the, was the funniest part of all the movies. Like, oh, dirt farmer? Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody yeah. called him dirt farmer. Uh-huh. He was crazy. Yeah. And nobody sees him around unless he comes to buy supplies. Good customer, though.
1: And who the heck tills a plot of land for so long and have no crops?
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah, I love how they kept calling him dirt Mm -hmm. farmer. And then it's like, oh, come to find out. Like, you knew. You absolutely knew he was there for a reason. Yeah, no doubt. And then when it comes to find out, like, yeah, he was protecting the world this whole time. and Nobody believed him or knew what was going on. And they were just so easily writing him off and then gave his life for it. And it was just super sweet and touching. And then it ends with his spirit just You know, going on to the afterlife, Mm -hmm. and it just says for Harold, and then the movie ends, right? And then you get the shot of the Ecto One driving down the Brooklyn Bridge with the Ghostbusters theme playing. Which that was my one nitpick of the movie, Uh. is I was just (laughs) waiting for that theme to drop, right? Like, just like, yeah, who you gonna call? Right? Didn't happen until the very end. I'm like, see, I thought they did it at the right time
1: because I think you know it probably had to have all the past elements come together. Yeah. For that to work out. Yeah,
0: it would have been ham fisted, I'm sure, yeah. at any other point. But that song is so fucking catchy. Like I've told you that before. You and I've had that conversation. It's just like there is no more catchier tune in this world. Oh yeah. Than the freaking Ghostbusters theme song. Exactly.
1: It's just not not possible. I mean, you know, you know, take control of you know, Bobby Brown's you know, in the second one. Right. It was pretty good. Yeah, but, but not, not anywhere like near no. Ghostbusters. Everybody role. knows the Ghostbusters theme. Everybody. I mean, Absolutely so everybody. I mean that that
0: movie yeah. and that that. And the sequel and everything is so ingrained in popular mm-hmm. culture right it's impossible to meet anybody that either hasn't seen a ghostbusters or heard of ghostbusters right guarantee you've heard the song at some point you go into any room anywhere and say who are you gonna call there's gonna be a couple people in that room guarantee it's they're like, going ghostbusters. ghostbusters yeah yeah it's just bound to happen yep and if you don't you're in the wrong fucking room yeah you yeah. need to educate some folks yeah
1: <laughs> yeah have you not
0: seen ghostbusters it's, I told you I work with somebody yeah, that never seen the Goonies, right? Yeah, man, that was heartbreaking. The like she awesome. came in, she came in wearing a Goonie shirt, and I'm like, "Yeah, I love your shirt. That's a great movie." Oh, thanks. i I've never, I don't know what it is. I've never seen. it. I just like the color. I'm like, fucking what? Like instant, like mouth hit the floor. Like time out. Take, Hold take up. Take it
1: off. Take but, it sure yeah. It off.
0: Right. He, well, that's that's probably sexual harassment at that point in time. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I, I turned to her, and time, I was like, yeah. you don't come in wearing that shirt again until you've seen the Goonies. Yeah. And she never did until I gave her my DVD copy to watch because I bought it on 4K when it was mm-hmm. on sale. She's like, oh, I love the Goonies. I'm like, yeah, now you see what you're missing out on? Yeah. Like, fucking Goonies is life, bro.
1: Awesome. They were, oh, I love that. Young Josh Brolin.
0: They, they keep talking about doing
1: a Goonies
0: sequel movie. Oh, really? With all the original cast, yeah. I mean, they're still all around, oh, yeah, so why not? Around,
1: yeah. Well, uh, what you call it? One of the Corys isn't, though.
0: Yeah, but only Feldman was in that movie, right? Corey Feldman was in that movie. Though he was the only core, The only was
1: he? Yeah. Corey Haim wasn't in in the Goonies.
0: I don't remember. Okay. I mean, you may you would know better than I would. I that movie came out was a bitty kid. So oh, no,
1: that was uh, Lost Boys. Oh movie, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right.
0: I yeah. watched uh, Lost Boys not that long ago for the first yeah. time. Good movie, good flick. Yeah, it was good. Very I, good I flick see for the how it, time,
1: uh, for the time, especially. Yeah, it
0: was really good. Yeah, they were. That was definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Like those brothers man. were dopey as hell, but oh, yeah. right on the money.
1: Yep. So,
0: what did you think of the post credit scenes?
1: I loved it, man. Loved <laughs> well, it.
0: everybody kept coming to me, and I was like, they were like, "I'm so confused." I'm like, "Why?" They're like, "It said the credits, and then it said Sigourney Weaver." I'm like. Yeah. yeah, and then it immediately Minics, cut yeah. to Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. Yeah. Like, yeah, hand fisted a little bit in, but but perfectly hand fisted yes, Like, yeah, man. great. Obviously, can't very, go a Ghostbusters without showing Sigourney shocking Weaver. Shocking his ass. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I was only doing this to meet women. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I,
1: only, I, I, never, I only shocked the men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, how are you getting these? You marked the back of the card. I, yeah, I marked yeah, the back man. of the card. Yeah. <laughs> that's That's like the one thing I would have liked to see more of. And yeah. I hope they do it in the sequels because you know they're gonna do more sequels, obviously. Have to uh, is more about what the guys have been up to. True, right? Like we learned a lot about Zetamore's life. He became a really successful businessman.
1: Yeah, and they they uh, they hinted at Stance hinted and at stance, a little bit, Venkman, right? right. Yeah, but I would like
0: so. to see more of their lives and what they've been up to, right? And like what they're currently at in their stage mm-hmm. of life, besides just little clips. Yeah. I mean they're they're nostalgic characters. You gotta to wanna to know what they've been up to for oh, the past thirty, forty heck. years.
1: Heck yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, well close to thirty because of Ghostbusters too. Right. A little over thirty, so yeah. What was your favorite part of the whole movie?
1: Oh, let's see here. I think honestly I, I gotta say the ending. I mean I gotta say the the battle at the end with all three of them showing up and yeah. then, you know. I mean, I liked uh, the points of where she or they went to the pit, right? Uh, and discovered that the why he was uh, why he had stolen all the, the equipment, the equipment, right? Like that. And you saw him trying to save the Earth, contain that. Yeah, yeah. Goes are coming back that, up. Yeah, contain the pit. So. I, I would agree.
0: I I'd, I'd say that is probably that in the the part where they all four got together. Again, with you know, the granddaughter helping him. Oh, yeah, yeah, like that was just like pure, just all right. Like, that, and then the uh, <laughs> are you a god? Come on, Ray. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> nothing cracked me up harder than that part right there. <laughs>
1: We've gone over
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> what do we say, Ray? Yeah, yes, we are a god,
1: <laughs>
0: definitely. <laughs> and then that last post grad scene where he's like rebooting the which was weird because he went lo- looked like to be the original firehouse right right but stans had made a comment earlier so in the
1: movie turned it was demolished gonna turn to starbucks, starbucks or something yeah I,
0: I mean i wasn't reading too deep into yeah. it but i was just like i'm like oh okay That's whatever what, fuck it maybe know, he's I looking at a thing. maybe he's looking at a different firehouse mm-hmm. you know just kind of like similar design i mean they're
1: all over well, in New no York, he I'm wasn't sure. He wasn't looking at. It, it was the same try.
0: one, was he? Yeah, because remember, it goes to the containment vault. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it was yeah. beeping. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping that they can make more in the same oh, vein I think as they this. Will. I think I, it's right. got to make its money.
1: Yeah, I think it will.
0: I mean, for pandemic times, there's a little different threshold mm-hmm. than there normally is. Right. So right now, it's sitting. Oh uh, yeah, it's. It was a 75 million dollar budget. Oh. It's already made 115 million dollars. Yeah, so, so
1: you're winning a bit.
0: It's definitely gonna. I mean, they haven't announced a sequel or anything yet, but it'll be. It should be coming by the end of the year, beginning of next year, if I had to guess. Ghostbusters Afterlife crosses the streams between franchise revival and exercise and nostalgia, and this time around, the busting mostly feels good. What do you mean mostly feels good? Yeah, feel nothing but good. <sighs> Who are you going to call
1: good Yeah, see. Busting makes me feel good. Critics are. They're harsh sometimes, they're, man. They're, they're wrong a lot. They, they, they're they're wrong. wrong. They're wrong
0: when you look at it from the perspective that we look at for just the love of movies, right? Right. Like, I get it. Your job is to dissect a film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there's got to be that part of you inside that's just having a hell of a time, and you're just like, got to yeah. turn that off this for just fun. a few minutes.
1: Yep. This is fun. Like,
0: even when I'm watching movies now and knowing that we're going to talk about something. Mm -hmm. i'm not dissecting while i'm watching it i'm just watching it to enjoy it
1: yeah and then i'll think about it afterwards right
0: like okay did i really enjoy that movie yeah usually yeah i did yep if i didn't i already know it before the movie ends like damn i am not fucking enjoying this like Like snake eyes and one that we're going to talk about a little later (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) coming soon yeah to to a podcast near you yeah Spoiler alert, it sucks. Yeah. Not gonna say what it is, good. but you'll know it it's when you not see good. it. It was rough. Definitely rough. But this movie, definitely I'll tell you what, we've had some really good movies this year.
1: I yeah. Very so well, not surprisingly, because a lot of things just got pushed off from You're the right. pandemic last yeah. year. So they're you know, there's kind of a glut coming out. But yeah, there have been a good amount of movies that are, that have been very good quality.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been top notch. Yeah, so it's gonna be hard to pick a top ten for this year, honestly, Ooh, because there's wow. gonna be a lot of going. I mean, we're gonna to have to do that this year mm-hmm. because we've been fairly on the ball this year with keeping up with things, right? Especially since the summer when we rebooted back in. So yeah. yep. it's been, damn, yeah, it's gonna be really hard. Mm-hmm. This one's definitely more than likely gonna make the list.
1: I, I'd say so. Yeah, just I'd for nostalgia so. purposes and yeah.
0: love of the franchise, oh, and I, and, it's and for itself, too, yeah, man. standing it definitely did. It standing it's standing on its own two legs, wouldn't you say? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah.
0: Which I is, so. I think it's, that's a hard thing to accomplish, and that's just mm-hmm. bravo to Jason Reitman. You know, for taking the franchise. I mean, that's got to be daunting for him, taking your dad's. What's
1: if the pressure of making it right? But right. like you said, I know. You know. That experience of being on the set Yeah It was invaluable to him Oh I'm sure so you don't forget that shit And plus being You know Able to pick the ears And pick the brains Of the three guys Of three of the guys That were in that movie
0: Right and, Detrimental to yeah. the making of that movie yeah. yeah And the directors being your dad Yeah On top of all that That's what I'm saying Yeah
1: You know you're, You have a lot of things going for you
0: Yeah No he definitely did And he was definitely The right man for the job Yeah so, and I, I love his Twitter exchange with uh, Paul Feige, the guy that made, made the 2016 version. Oh, okay. Nothing but love between the two of them yeah. from what you can see from that Twitter exchange. Oh, that's good, man. So, I mean, did Paul Feige get a bad rap for that film? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. but could it have been better? Yeah, I think it was just the, too far of a departure from yeah, it was. the feeling of the original. It was. So,
1: Hit it with the score, man. You know what? I'm. This is getting an 8-9 for me.
0: Yeah, I'm giving it a solid 9. Yeah. Just just for nostalgia alone, it gets the pure nine, right? Like, Ghostbusters was cool. a childhood favorite of mine, so. And then, obviously, McKenna Grace stole the show, which is amazing to say because you had the likes of Paul Rudd, you know, Finn Wolfhard, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and that 12-year-old girl stole the whole show. She
1: did, yeah. And that, that's, impo- that, that's almost impossible. Yeah. That's almost
0: impossible. So... All right, anything else?
1: No, I'm good with it.
0: Sweet. Until next time. All right, man. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.